owes the money. Yeah, but, and, <laughs> I want a solo fuck in your shower. And he agreed that far, but then when I was like, yeah, and then like throwing milkshakes at people, like I just feel like that doesn't really help us at all. And then he just gives me this look, like he was like, all respect for me lost, and I was like, oh no. And then the way he explains it is like, they're not going to listen to anything but us punching them in the face. And I was like... That's absolutely the way I would put it. It's like... Okay. It's not even like... Um, you can oh, tweet he, he was, yeah. at fucking Jeff yeah. Bezos all day. He will, will not listen to you unless it. you make his life inconvenient yeah. in some yes. way. Like, Whether uh, that way is blocking his car or slashing his tires or putting glue <laughs> in his locks or throwing a milkshake at him. Yeah. You need to get him to listen to you in some Very way so and so talking isn't going to do it. Yeah, and, and he did also say... He also said, um, like, trying to debate or argue with fascists is is making them think that their point has like a valid intellectual value right. this is a side right. not just so. inherently wrong yep. welcome to please don't listen okay. to your life depends on it, the only all politics video game podcast <laughs> mario is a fascist monster <laughs> who kills the uh, working class mario, theory. Like, <laughs> like, mario is taller than sweet. luigi <laughs> I'm sick of Pac-Man pushing his ideology. I'm on just the rest sick of, of Pac-Man. <laughs> the typical blind consumer, honestly. <laughs> his eyes. That's a different guy. Anyway, yeah, okay. I don't know if you guys have looked at the calendar, but it's 2019. It's gamer season. Maybe not when you're listening the to this, year but when the we're gamer. recording to it, we're recording it. We are talking about the video games we played this year. We're not super great about keeping up it's with the, the times. Game of the Year podcast. Right. This is not like the giant bomb one where we go through every fucking game. <laughs> Please that don't we, listen. Uh, game of the Year awards. <laughs> yep. uh, Jeff Keeley is our tomorrow. Yep. Uh, PDLG. I'll be listening. PDL GOTY, that's good. I, I kind of like that. TTYL. Um, but uh, we're just going to talk about some of the stuff that touched us specifically, where we, we're going to talk about our favorites, the things that really stood out to us. And because, as you can tell from the whole format of the fucking show, we like very different things, uh, there, we're going to have some different answers. There's a little bit of overlap, but not with the stuff that we're choosing. When did Just Cause 4 come out? Last year? Shit. I think, yeah, I think you're late on that. Sorry, I didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> you did include it just cause. Uh, uh, um, when did uh, Skate 2 come out? <laughs> Dude, I was, I was making my decade list. It's 2009. Oh, no. I was so pissed. Have you played 3? Barely. 3 is pretty good. The, the bail mode is very good, but... Anyway. Yeah. Um, the skating's so the, much better, which somehow has no impact on the game. The environments are so dull. Uh, we, will yeah, not be, we will not be arguing this down. We're not going to be fighting each other about what the best game was. We're just trying yeah, to show... Everybody knows already. It was, yeah, it, it was Resident Evil 2 Remake. There, there's no yeah, It was but, Celeste again. Celeste <laughs> again. Uh, it was Baba as you. There's no... Uh, sorry, I, I will not be accepting uh, December other December 3rd, 2018. Baba is Yeah. Don't, don't uh, that's really it. old. Yeah. It's but, like uh, really early. Yeah, whatever. No, it's but really we're going to go through, <laughs> we're going to talk about some of the games that we thought were really special, 
Uh, if this is your first episode, hi, sorry, uh, I'm Nick. I usually if you, host if you the clicked show. on this because it had gamer in the title, right? It, it had a it had a very nice thumbnail with images of video games yeah. that you know on it. We're mm. all gamers. You're putting too so much like pressure you. on me. <laughs> <laughs> you can just go to a website very that nice. does that shit for free. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> steal it from Gamespot or whatever. No, Is I Game mean Spot like just go to a, something yeah. that makes a mosaic and put game covers in there and like mm. put our logo in the center. That's it. That's all Cam, you need to do. Cam will not make it three by three. I will not. Not even be tricked into doing it. Nope. Uh, I've anyway, that too. Um, too many lists. I'm Nick. I usually host the show. Uh, my main stuff is like fighting games. I played two of them this year. That two oh, of them this year that fake came out, fan came out this year. <laughs> yeah, if more came out this year. I would have played more this year. <laughs> yeah, two of the how many new fighting games this year? Not that many. Yeah, probably actually. only two. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think there are two. <laughs> yeah. But um, I also uh, tend to dig into like. Uh, I guess I want to say like combo heavy games or like single player experiences that really are easy to dig into, like a Devil May Cry, like uh, Sekiro, like that kind of thing. Um, mm. Speaking of which, uh, Alex, Hello. what kind of games do you like? Um, Just for a little bit of background. Yeah, I play pretty much everything. Uh, I prefer uh, FPS games in general. Uh, anything that plays well on my PC, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of games that don't fit into that diagram. Yeah, <laughs> weirdly enough, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to pick up, or I tried to at least try out a lot of the big releases this year. A couple of the big console games didn't really jump out at me, but mm-hmm. everything else I at least gave a try, and I played like uh, uh, 15 or so games this year, and really enjoyed most of them. There are some that I regret missing, and I know that uh, Kita Takahashi's new game comes out like yeah. the, at the end of this week, and I'm I sad know. I don't get to play that for this. Uh, the uh, Katamari Damacy guy has a new game oh, coming neat. out. Yeah. Um, uh, Seb, what's your game gamer background? You you play uh, video games. You actually one of your episodes this year was on a game cred. that came out this year. Yeah, um, I suppose. Second Life came out this year. Second Life came out this year. Uh, no, uh, Hypnospace uh, came out this year. Uh, I suppose <laughs> I, I like the very broad category of adventure RPG games mm. kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, though I'll give anything a try. I'm just very bad at fighting games. I I'm, I don't really play well, them. I, I don't. Uh, I'm not trying to suck anyone else into that yet. No. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> All right. Uh. Uh, but yeah, I like that. I like MMOs. Particularly World of Warcraft. Actually, I only like World of Warcraft. That's okay. You played some um, Baba is You. I played some you Baba is You. I like little indie that. games. Indie games are pretty easy for me to get mm-hmm. into. I like mm-hmm. indie games. I do like a small one idea game that just yeah. explores that idea very thoroughly. There's something yeah. special about that. I like mm-hmm. puzzle games. I like puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam, have you ever played a video game? Yeah, so here's the thing. <laughs> I used to play a lot of games, and then I think it's I connected to and then when you I only got. played Destiny. Yeah, uh, that's part of it. So then I. I think it's when I switched jobs to having a schedule where I go into work at noon and get out at 8. Mm. I don't want to play video games before work, and I don't want to play video games after work. Yes. Yeah, because so, before work, you'll lose track of time, and after work, yeah, you won't go to I'm, bed. Well, no, I'm just I'm too tired after and work. Tired. I don't feel like doing anything. Well, it's, it's just easier to watch a show that's an hour. Yeah, yeah totally. doing, you know, something you have to think about. Yeah, so now I've been gravitating more towards really simple multiplayer games that really only have one. Like, I played Katamari and was playing a lot of Duck Game. And honestly, I played a lot of the new Mario Party this year. Duck Game or Goose Game? Duck Game. Duck, okay. yeah. Duck yeah. Game is very, very good. I have been itching to play Goose Game, but I haven't bought it yet. But, and then I'll play... Hunter have it? Hunter has it, but he shares his Switch with Rachel, and Rachel's oh. 45 minutes away. Anyway, um, but then I also play the opposite of all of that, which is Destiny, which is the numbers simulator, <laughs> spaceman shoot, yes. repetitive shoot guy game. 
Collect. Activision's money fountain yes. that never yeah. stops yeah. delivering. Which I took a. No, well, no, now no, it's Bungie. Yeah, yeah, they left. They oh, left right, Activision. Right, right. Fungo. To steal a tree. Um, Destiny 2 is like Halo, but if it was made to be your second job. <laughs> yeah, second job. <laughs> But uh, it, that had a huge comeback this year where it was bad for our hunt, friend of the show, Hunter, and I always make the joke, oh, Destiny's bad right now. And you wait three months and you're like, Destiny's good now. And <laughs> now then you play Destiny, play Destiny for a little bit. So I had two good updates recently, so I've been playing that. That's what happens to WoW every time there's an expansion. It goes, yeah. good expansion, bad expansion. Good expansion, bad expansion. Yep. Destiny does like yeah. a too good, too bad. <laughs> too, too honest. The luxury to be yeah. able to yeah, say I got that. about six months of good Destiny line. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cam, uh, I know you didn't play a ton of games this year, but there were uh, a couple that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Played, I know you played Control. I know you played Luigi. Right. So, Control was... I bought, like, two games this year, yeah. I think. Maybe three. And Control was one of them where I knew from the moment I saw the E3 trailer. Yeah, you were on for that. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get this game. And every time I mentioned it to someone, they were like, what? I never uh, heard that of that. And, and I feel sorry yeah. for yeah, you. Yeah, and, and like I hadn't heard of it. And then Sarah was like, oh, me and Matt have been playing it. And I was like, what? And then the next day, like everyone was talking about yeah. it. Yeah, I remember like the, it was a really short trailer, but it was exactly what I like in a game. It's mm-hmm. really good visual design, third person shooter, telekinesis. And the gun looked like it was alive, which like, <laughs> like three out of four of those are in Destiny. So like I was like, I'm in for this interesting experience. And then it turned out to be connected to this whole SCP thing that I had never yeah. heard about before. I didn't even know yeah. until Triggered I triggered the SCP episode. Right. Yeah, like, shout, shout out to our S- SCP. Like I was playing the game and I, I had no idea that that was the game. Like mm-hmm. I figured you were just some psychic lady who was trapped in a prison or something. But um, so I blindly bought that and I loved it and I talked about it a lot on the SCP episode. I also blindly bought Anthem, which fucking mm. sucked. <laughs> we actually talked about it a little bit in Did our we? winter oh, uh, yeah. rap, uh, warm-up episode. Winter warm-up, yeah. Winter warm-up episode that we and did That was back basically in... in spring, if I remember correctly. Well, <laughs> it was still winter for us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're in Connecticut, so that's it's winter for six I remember it was fucking snowing when we did that, <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. Yes. Yes. But that game was overly complicated. The controls weren't that good, and no one was playing it. Yeah. Yes. So I didn't. I played probably less than ten hours of it, and yeah. that was a waste of money. But what I actually want to talk about is Luigi's Mansion because I feel like I've talked about the other two, mm-hmm. and now I'm very close to finishing Luigi's Mansion. Nick's played it. Luigi's Mansion Three. Right. Right. We were both pretty excited about it. Me mostly because it takes place in a hotel, and I love hotels. Yeah, you're in the pocket for that. I was like, I'm in. I'm obviously going to play that. Mm-hmm. But right now, he loves hotels because he wants to get haunted and axe murdered. <laughs> I was like, yeah, ideally. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm gonna say like a six out of ten right now if oh, I'm rating no. it. It's not that fun. I like when I'm playing it. I'm enjoying myself, but I only want to play it for like an hour and then I want to shut now, it off. Are you grading it on the Luigi's Mansion one curve or the Luigi's Mansion two curve? Just on the game curve. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean, how, how would you compare it to both of those? Luigi's Mansion. Two? Yes. Okay. Luigi's Mansion one feels way more open than this game that's weird because it funnels you into the same there's rarely any time where you get to choose what room to go to next and it's also tiny gamecube games right Right. but the house feels like more of a location whereas Mm. this game still feels really level based like Mm. Luigi's Mansion 2 was okay also, I'm. I know this is going to sound insane, but I like my Luigi's Mansion games a little more grounded. 
So there's, <laughs> you go to this hotel, and then there's two hotel levels. Like, even levels, they are levels of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Two floors. And then you're in Egypt. Like, it's okay, like... Okay, but you're not in Egypt. There's stuff blowing the sand what? in from the side. There's and a night sky is just a hologram. And I like, know. And it's a neat... It's cool. Like, whoa, this fantastical hotel where it's like, oh, this it's like a resort destination. It's but just then a thing it, for rich people. No, it. it's so not, you, though. It just turns it into... Be, pick one place and stay there. I wanted it to be a haunted hotel. Yes. Instead it's a level based Luigi's Mansion game I yeah. feel where you now you're in the ice level now you're in the pirate ship level okay. now you're in but there's still really good moments they have really good physics on the vacuum now like it's insane how much you can completely destroy a room which is probably what's making the game making me only play it for an hour and then shut it off because I spend an hour in each room <laughs> tearing it to fucking shreds I, that's one where thing there's that I think nothing left that, that sounds like the natural extension of Luigi's Mansion is yes. all sorts of fun clutter physics yeah. and especially that they did when that. you get there's a one floor the plant floor where you get the chainsaw right yes. and it was very entertaining having my roommates yell at me to please move on to the next room while I sucked up my 80th curtain in one room They're like there's nothing behind it they get two coins. I'm like, bet you feel stupid now. <laughs> fucking rich. Uh, but they added these little gem things that, like, it's what I do like about it is it's also turned into like a puzzle game where it's like, okay, I have four tools. What one of my tools will I use on this object to get a gem out of it or get money out of it? Yeah. Is that how you feel about yeah, definitely. it? Definitely. Because you played it. And I feel like there are some. It does more with that than Luigi's Mansion 1 does, Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, yeah there, were, there were barely any puzzles in the first right, game. Right, right. I it's think more, that's, that's something that 2 brought forward more, right? Yeah, the combat is, I think, less of a focus in this game, and it's more about puzzles. Which is weird, because it's still better than 1, I would say. The yeah, I was going to say, like, oh, well, the combat, it's more combat-focused in 1. And I'm like, well, the combat kind of sucks in 1, but... One, one does, one's like a novelty, almost, but I still love yeah. it for that. It's a it's a theme park attraction. It's it's where you walk into the haunted house, they show you all the ghosts in the haunted house, and you leave. Yep. And like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and because this one is more ambitious, I think that that leads to opportunities for bloat, but I really like... Like, I like the puzzles where you figure out what to do with Guiji, the, the jello yes. blob that you can make Gooigi's out of your uh, vacuum. Yeah. Love I like figuring out what to do with the, the plunger attachment. I like mm-hmm. figuring out what to do with the um, the new dark light stuff. Yep, and the jump. Uh, and the jump. Yeah. And, like, all that... It's weird saying Luigi has a jump, and that's Luigi I love has a jump. making <laughs> the same joke of Luigi can't jump in this game. <laughs> like, there's always, like, a... A foot, like a stair that you can't go up because mm-hmm. Luigi can't run and jump at the same time. <laughs> it didn't feel that annoying, you know? I wasn't ever just no, like, I why wasn't. can't he just go up there? And yeah. Like in some games, I definitely feel that way. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, oh, this wall blocking me is very arbitrary, but I'm just like, Luigi, Luigi doesn't want to go up there. Let's do something else right now. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess where I'd land, how do you feel on the level based thing? Don't you feel like it's, it's so side scroller y at some points? Yeah. You're always walking left and right through the hotel floors yeah, which is like how a hotel they, is they but... were showing me new stuff un- frequently enough that I didn't feel too bad about it mm-hmm. um, I was happy with this game but I would still say like it doesn't crack the top five for me in terms of games that came out this year it's very yeah. I'm really happy it came out I think it is one of Next Level's best showings Next Level Games the studio that made this Canadian studio that also made one of they my favorite like games out, of all right? time Punch-Out yeah. and uh, the not so great Luigi's Mansion 2 yeah, I played uh, Luigi's Mansion 2. Do you think there's room for uh, a, a Luigi's Mansion 4 on oh, yeah, the horizon? Take it back to the mansion. 
I yeah. hope so. I want to yeah. go back maybe to return, one. Return to your roots a little bit. Maybe yeah. explore a cool house again. It's and if they were way. to do another one, I think that it should still be next level. I honestly think that they should just do another yeah. one. Like yeah. they, they, they have it down. Yeah. To wrap sure. this up, I'd say I wish it was a little more like Control, where Control yeah. could have easily been like, this is the forest area or the you know the, this is the the fucked up ghost area this is the fucked up robot area this is yeah like really like level based. More seamless. yeah but that felt even though it it goes at length to not feel like a real place because of how crazy the architecture is and the rooms mm-hmm. it still feels like oh i'm in the building they call the oldest house and it exists whereas you're not teleporting between different locations and stuff even though you literally can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's, yeah. so you that's would more say, like a fast travel thing. So you would right. say that Control is your game of the year? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. It was pretty much exactly what Nice, short, perfect experience for me. I, I, I wish I'd finished it, um, which I, I will eventually. Um, but if I had, I feel like that would have made my list. But mm. I, I couldn't, with the amount that I played, like actually put it on this list because I feel like I would have needed yeah. Well, speaking of which, Seb, what are your what are your contenders? What do you what do you think about um, for game of your stuff? So I've got uh, Hypnospace Outlaw, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was, was one of our episodes earlier than year. Uh, pretty, pretty much right after it came out. Yeah, uh, both we got you an and Nick with the creator. We're, we're yeah. all yeah. into. Uh, check yeah. it out. I had been um I had been following the development of that for a while, yeah. and I was really looking forward to it. But then the second the second I got my hands on it. I'm like, oh, Seb loves this game more than me. Like, I, I'm, I'm, play, I'm playing it. It's about websites. It's <laughs> yeah. about old websites. You cannot like it more than Seb. Yeah, like, it's not it was, possible. It was just this realization I had. I'm like, oh, well, well, she has to play it because this is this game is for her and not yeah. me, even though I love it. Oh, mm. I, absolutely, I loved it. Um, I loved because, that, too. It was really I mean, out of my general yeah, game. It's an interesting it's, way it's to of, play a game. Box. It's out of anybody's really general game box because it's a mm. very strange, very unique game. Because normally you don't play your Windows desktop as a game. Well, yeah. um, there's a couple things like ball it. Windows yeah. There's some things like it, but it's not a thing that happens a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it really did take me back to a time where like the internet was just all weird shit that people put like uh, pray for the children. Here's my little angel that went up to heaven page, like or here's websites. my crystal crystal website or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like thirty websites. Um, here's like, my biker dude biker tales. <laughs> I, mean, I miss my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, as as with the uh, the second life episode, um, which we just recorded right now. So I'm I'm like, oh yeah, we just said this, but for the viewers, for the yeah. listeners, it's not. Um, it's just a bunch of weird shit that people can can make, and you just kind of get to see the kind of creativity, the weirdness that comes out of people. Unbridled um, creativity. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And they string a narrative. Oh, and very, absolutely. Very Which, and, and I love that. Like just the um, the investigative part. Like I love puzzle games. I love like I used to play uh, Nancy Drew, Drew games. Um, just shit like that. Yeah, uh, I just started doing. Um, <laughs> this is gonna sound super lame and super white of me. Um, Let's hear it. Uh, I started uh, up on Ancestry.com, tracking down um, all my family members and shit. Uh, I just love investigative stuff. I mean, most of the work's done for me. My parents have gone back many generations. But anyway, um, Hypnospace, and it's just got that... uh, this like vibe to it that reminds yeah. me of it seems you know, like a, a, a perfect storm for yeah, your yeah exactly. for me yeah yeah um, um so we we talked a lot about that in our hypnospace episode yeah, I highly recommend details, you go back to see that. that episode um do what what else really struck you this year um, I know you played Baba I know you played um, I played Baba but I know you're gonna pick Baba so no, I'll 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 not, I I I like as much as I love that game I have other stuff I want to talk just about just watch that think, game makers toolkit video yeah yeah, 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 yeah I don't think Baba hit hit my top though so. 
Um, but uh, I played a lot of uh, WoW Classic. I did not hit level cap because then I got busy and then I started going back to retail WoW. Is it but, over? WoW Classic? No, it's not. No. No, no, it, it wasn't like a time over. thing. People were no. really like, I want to play WoW like it was in 2007. And they're like, fine, fine here you go. <laughs> Words um, and all. Bet you hate is. this. And then everyone yeah, they were like, like, we're fuck. not doing that. And then a bunch of uh, like um, private servers showed up yeah. and they were like, you can't do that. And everyone was like, yeah, but you don't have WoW Classic anymore. I want to play the old game. The game yeah. doesn't exist. And this they're like, fine. Very similar to the situation um, that is just now happening with um, Halo on PC. Mm. Uh, a big mod uh, cropped up um, like maybe six months, a year ago yeah. that added, um, they, they pulled out a version of Halo 3 and got it working on PC. Yeah. And um, Microsoft's like, hey, take that down. And yeah. then they immediately decide, oh, we're going to put the Master Chief Collection on PC. Yeah, People they pretty much, play this? they announced WoW Classic not very long after the big debacle yeah. with, um, I forgot what they were called, but there was the huge, huge private it's server. insane that to see a demand for a thing, these companies need to see a lot of people put their hard work into making it work and then say, oh, we'll just do that. Yeah. yeah. You take yours down, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, so, WoW Classic, though, it's been really fun. I didn't actually play during Vanilla. I started during Burning Crusade, which was the first expansion. Oh, so, yeah. I did see um, the remnants of Vanilla. The like the original like 1 through 60 leveling zones were all there. Um, so, I got to see that. And going back to that and seeing everything be exactly the way it was when I started playing, aside from a few like things with mechanics, um, it was really cool. Um, yeah, I could definitely understand how a game that updates so often, going back to like, whoa, remember when it used yeah, to be like my, this? Yeah, it's, be fun. it's really my, cool. my thing for that is, um, I, I used to, well, TF2 for sure, yeah. uh -huh. but um, I used to play Minecraft a lot. Oh, and yeah. that's a game that has been, still been getting updates for 10 fucking years. Yeah. Uh, and there is a point where I'm like, all right, this is my cutoff. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to play the game ever again, i got to go back to the old version. Every time I see a new animal in Minecraft, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, is, what what, is, what godless shit is yeah. this? <laughs> there are cats and dogs, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like, uh, especially the case with WoW, a game that's been going on for so long, everybody's like, oh, I remember that one moment where I was in. You know, like, I yeah, oh, yeah I, played, uh, I played in Lich King, and it's like, after that, why would I bother? Right? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the, cool that yeah. they let you the thing about classic is um, it's kind of a chance to go. So wh whenever you start an MMO or any game, really, you start out, you don't know anything about it, and you just fuck around. You have no idea what you're doing. You suck, right? <laughs> you're like, oh man, I wish I knew what I was doing when I started. Mm -hmm. you, and I go back in classic WoW, and I'm like, wow, I actually know what I'm doing this time. Yeah. And you can actually there's both like having less fun and having more fun with that like you can actually enjoy your experience more because you're not dying as much because you're not an idiot but there's also less fun of um like discovering what you're supposed yeah. to be doing you're um, safely and, in the familiar but that's yeah, still good yeah and you're you're kind of not you know going into a new zone and being like wow what's this where's that um, but that's kind of counterbalanced by the nostalgia of like oh man I remember that I haven't seen that in years this whole thing happened because when Cataclysm came out, they redid all the original yeah. uh, 1 through 60 leveling zones. They, like, destroyed them. I mean, it, like, literally destroyed them because Cataclysm, like, shattered the world. It was a Cataclysm. In the lore. Yeah, yeah okay. it was literally a Cataclysm. Gotcha. Um, so seeing them in their, like, previous state was really fun. And, I don't know, I just, I was having a lot of fun with it. Just kind of reliving old days, I guess. Um, so that's WoW Classic. Um, and then my third game of the year... 
Uh, what was I going to do? Oh, Goose Game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That did come out this year. Big Goose. deal for a lot of people. On yeah. Nick Weiger's podcast, they just shit all over it. And I was like, what? oh, no. It's, it's just Asshole. a simple, fun game. And they're yeah. like, it's chores. And I'm like, then fuck you. Don't yeah. play it. It's chores. Yeah. I know. Nobody's, I know I'm not going to live with that Nobody should be forcing you to play the Goose Game. You yeah. Should, you, if you look at it and you're like, that seems like fun, you probably know what you're about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I don't a know fun if they wanted an game. open sandbox one where yeah. you could just menace people with no goals. That was brought up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've increasingly been liking and more often finishing little tiny indie games that just kind of have like one idea mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but well, yeah, especially when compared to the AAA games landscape, it's a lot more yeah. fun to get something that's a bit of a snack size, a yeah. bite size. Easier yeah. to play after work. And if it's bad... You don't have to feel bad about it. Yes. Well, well, um, you, oh, I only spent $10 on this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's and it was perfect. like three Certainly hours. Like yeah. You know, um, but Goose Game was one of those. It's, it's cute, fun, short. Um, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, man, what am I supposed to do? And then once you get it, you're like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like a little um, puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel so proud of yourself that you figured out that you're supposed to stand on the thing in front of the two people and honk for them and then do every <laughs> and you have to figure out like what the hand signs they're making mean. Mm-hmm. Um, like flap your wings or whatever and then they give dance you like dance for me. Yeah. Dance for, <laughs> dance for me little goose. Um yeah, like I had a lot of fun with that. It's so cute and the soundtrack is like really cool because it's like completely responsive to everything you're doing. Yeah, that in um, the podcast that, that we listened to, they go over like it, it was it's one long piece yeah. of music and they cut out sections that yeah, have little, certain little moods. Tiny, like, 10 mm-hmm. second and they're like, Okay, sections. so if you do something antagonistic we choose from this pile of sections from that one piece. Yeah. And then they play that. So it's, I thought yeah, that was very, really neat. Way yeah, to it's do it. really mm-hmm. it's really good. And this is another game that's been in development for a long time. Then they've been posting the segments on Twitter, and it got a lot of things where the guy was just like, "Oh, I just des- I designed this goose, and it started to walk around." And this is the Untitled Goose game that I'm working on. People started just referring to it as that, <laughs> and so that's how it became Untitled Goose Game yeah. with the sign, just the silhouette. Yeah. And I, I respect the the team who worked on this a lot, even if it's not like my favorite thing that came out this year. But I think that it's. A very specific, well-molded experience yeah. for somebody to just well, consume and enjoy. Exactly. I think, I think it's amazing that a game like this can go go viral in the way that it mm-hmm. did. Because mm-hmm. in in years past, especially like we're looking back at the decade now a lot because mm-hmm. we're coming up on 2020. Uh, thinking about 10 years ago, a game of this size and at this price point getting that kind of attention from a... What's that game where you're a bear that has to eat enough food before he hi- hibernates he's driving a car? I don't know. Oh. That's, uh... <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> it sounds like it's my kind of really game. good, yeah. but I don't. I had never heard of it before somebody did a, a gimmick speedrun of it at one of the GDQ <laughs> events. It was yeah. really, really, really entertaining. There's so many games. It's, yeah, it's yeah. really unfortunate by the end of the decade, uh, like at the beginning of the decade, uh, Steam was just out. People weren't really using it quite as much. You know, the, the indie landscape wasn't as big. Um, and now, like, Tony indies, Hawk yeah. games were still good. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think 2000? so. No, 2009? No. 2009? Um, oh, shit. Not no. You're, you're a little yeah. You're in, Tony Hawk's you're in skate, downhill skate two territory. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah skate um, two. Project 8 was all right. But yeah, I, um, I but think it's, it's very, nice that yeah. this game got its day in the sun because yeah. I think these guys put a lot of work it's very in and they deserve that. Yeah, also. absolutely. I hope they made a lot of money huh? off of it. I and are that. also satisfied with it.
Hey podcast, it's Nick. I uh, hope you're enjoying our 2019 Game of the Year special. This is uh, something that we threw together uh, because we had a lot of thoughts on all the shit we played this year. And um, we really just wanted to get some of this stuff out there. But we actually had a, a couple of extra things we wanted to say that didn't make the cut. Uh, Cam uh, specifically mentions that Destiny 2 is good again. Uh, and I imagine it will go through many more ups and downs in the future. Cam, thank you for uh, sending me that. Um, Seb says, Seb says, Later Alligator is a cute game, and it's very short and very feel-good, and everyone should play it. Please. Which I appreciate. Um, and, of course, Bink said that Untitled Goose Game was very good, which I appreciate as well. Uh, Untitled Goose Game showed me how to live from Bink, uh, previous guest of the show. Um, and uh, as, a, as a final note on video games uh, from this year, I just want to say that I was right when I said that I, when I get to Disco Elysium, it's uh, going to make the list because holy shit, I played that and it is really good. Some music is playing underneath it right now. Really crazy um, dialogue heavy detective game uh, about solving a very small space that's just, it's, it's really incredible. Um, and uh, another one that came out of nowhere and knocked me on my ass was Fire Emblem, which I just started playing, the Fire Emblem Three Houses. I was really just expecting uh, good tactics gameplay wrapped up in um, a uh, dating visual novel. But uh, both parts of that are more elaborate than I first thought, and the faction stuff is really, really cool in it. And um, I, I, I can even overlook the dating your students stuff, which I would not normally be able to. Like, you gotta, you gotta believe me, that's how good the game is. Uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna get back to the uh, 2019 Game of the Year special. We have had a blast doing this show in 2019, and I really am looking forward to more. We got some really fun episodes lined up for you, including the Digimon episode we promised should be coming out next week. Uh, we got more stuff uh, that we're thinking about. Uh, we have another guest episode coming up after that. We've uh, all got ideas for new episodes that we want to do, and we thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to us. Hey, have a great 2019 of the rest of it, and Happy New Year from PDLTTYLDOI. about um, 15 games this year um, with a handful that I didn't quite get all the way through and uh -huh. whatever. Um, a lot of stuff I really enjoyed, um, you know, kind of a handful of big budget AAA games and um, mostly smaller, more focused. You played that fucking Star Wars stuff. game, which I yep. really didn't expect you to play. Uh, well, it's it was like Star Wars Sekiro, so I kind yeah. of didn't give it a go. <laughs> I, uh, I even though it's janky as hell and kind of weird, but mm. um, anyway. 
so my my number one this year uh, is a game from the very beginning of this year, and we've already talked about it a bit. Um, the Resident Evil Two remake. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Is so uh, so, so good, unbelievable. Yeah, it was something I was completely in the pocket for. I knew what I I expected. And I knew exactly what I was getting, and they delivered in spades. Right. Hit up our two previous episodes where we talk about this, yeah. the Resident Evil uh, <laughs> Terror Show that we did uh, for last year's October, and the uh, winter warm-up where we talk, uh, not quite at length, but for a while, yeah, about go, what we like about go, this game, because yeah, it had just come out. Scroll back through the feed about eight, nine months, and mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find it. Or Google it. It also comes up again in the um, in those, uh, Day of the Dead episode, yeah. because we can't keep our we can't keep it up. Like, we, <laughs> we like this we, game too much. We love Resident Evil, and this is an amazing really, entry in really that really good version of that, yes. Um, and uh, uh, just off the recording of this episode, they just officially announced that they're remaking the third Resident Evil game mm-hmm. uh, in the same engine with a lot of the assets, and that looks pretty great as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, hey, if there's a Resident Evil, is there a Resident Good? Ooh. That's called The Church of God. Oh. <laughs> well, it really makes you um, think. So, when, you know, I kind of, uh, I, I play a lot of the year's games, mm-hmm. and um, usually when I'm coming up with a favorites list, I like to do um, a game that I completely expected to love and loved, and a game that I kind of came out of nowhere for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my number two pick this year uh, is the Outer Wilds not, not the other one? The other one. <laughs> the other um, one is a fine game. <laughs> yes, the other one it might be like my. I think it's number seven on my list. Uh, also good, but mm-hmm. this is a game that I had no expectations for at all. Picked up on a whim over the weekend and absolutely fell in love with. Hmm. Um, explaining really anything about this game is kind of a spoiler because the gimmick of the game. Uh, there's a really strong hook and. Um, the whole thing is... Do you want is, me to just put a spoiler warning and you want to explain it so that you yeah, can actually I'll, talk about it? Yes. I'll if just, you do not know anything about The Outer Wilds... Please pick it up. It just came out on PS4, I think. It it's not on the it, Fallout one. Right. The other one. Yes. Wilds. W-I-L-D-S. The Outer Wilds. It is a very, very interesting game that I have not played, but we'll get to eventually. Yes. And it is on PS4 and and it is on PC through the Epic Store. Yep. Um... It's not super expensive. It's on it's Xbox really, One as well. And um, on Xbox yeah. One as well. It's also really, really interesting. So go give it a shot. Yeah. Come back. I, Alex is going to talk about it. Um, so the, it's not really in the marketing at all for this game, but a lot of reviews and stuff will use it as the pitch. It's essentially a um, solar system-sized Groundhog Day. Mm. Um, every 22 minutes after you do your first loop, every 22 minutes the... Uh, the sun explodes, goes supernova, destroys the whole universe, and you wake up back at the beginning. Um, you don't know why, and you don't know what's going on, and the whole game is about learning that. Um, you get kind of a limited tool set of stuff. You have a spacesuit with a jetpack. You can launch a little probe that can take pictures, and that's about it. Huh. You don't unlock any upgrades. You don't get anything tangible in the game. Uh, all you get is the knowledge that, of the stuff that you figure out. Uh, so it's kind of like a puzzle exploration game. Uh, there's about five or so planets, and they all have really fun, cool, unique gimmicks. Um, one of them, which is one of my favorites, uh, has uh, one planet that's cl- uh, two planets that are together that orbit really close to the sun. Uh, one of them will uh, pull sand from the other, and so um, throughout the loop. One of them is full of sand and one of them has none. And uh, as the loop goes on towards the end, all the sand is on the other one. Right. So stuff, like will, be, stuff will be revealed of. and 
other stuff will get swallowed up by the sand. Hmm. Uh, it's a really cool game, um, and talking about it really doesn't do it justice. Hmm. About how long is it? Uh, 22 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> well, it, through the nature of the game, once you know everything about it, you can beat it in those 20 minutes, because mm-hmm. that's the game. Um, it took me around maybe 18 hours, 15 hours to finish. Oh, okay. Um, there's a lot of it there, especially if you want to find everything, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of hidden stuff. Yeah. Um, it was really amazing, and I it's one of those things that you really can't do again, yeah. because it's all knowledge-based. Yeah. I would love to play it again from a first-timer perspective. But um, you that's can't. A, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I wanted to get more into those like time loop games. It's, it is absolutely like, one of the things that I will always yeah. go to a game for. I was, uh, uh, I was playing on my phone, I was playing this game, Reigns. Um, which is basically you are a queen and you have to like kind of make decisions and not get killed um, and then there's like a mystery of like uh, why are you like you're kind of an immortal queen you keep getting reborn but nobody knows that mm. um, but there's like a mystery and you gotta like solve objectives and stuff like that over time uh, but you have to start from the beginning every time mm. kind of yeah so I do like that concept yeah. I think it's really interesting yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty cool um one of the things that I didn't quite touch on is like there's uh, a lot of uh, flavor text that you're reading and a lot of that comes from a like a precursor race that occupied the solar system long before you mm-hmm. and they're kind of how you piece together the whole mystery of why the sun is exploding and uh, there's a whole bunch of other uh, weird little uh, subplots and you can kind of like read their conversations through these runes on the wall and it's a really fun little uh, thing because it's like an email conversation you're reading mm-hmm. between a bunch of them um, yeah, I don't know. Game's cool. Definitely check it out. Did you um, want to give? Uh, is that is that all you wanted to shout out? Did you want to? Uh, uh, I, I had do a whole podcast on how Death Stranding blows. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Death Stranding was probably the most disappointing game for me this year. Um, so not in your yes. game of the re- year. Mm. Um, I also I fit, just recently finished uh, chapter nine of Celeste. Uh, they put it out as kind of a little DLC, and uh, well, not little because it took me like. 15 hours to finish. <laughs> Something that you had on your list that I had not even heard of before I saw that was Dicey Dungeons. Oh, yeah. If you wanted to, like, because um, that was a, a really, I tried yeah. that out, and it was a very, like, fun little unique experience. Um, I, uh, on our Faster Than Light episode, I briefly mentioned that uh, there's one roguelike that I have ever gotten into, and this was it. Hmm. Um, it because it's the most simple and the most shallow <laughs> roguelike I've ever played. And that's a good thing for me, someone who doesn't really dive deep into the genre, because a lot of stuff like Isaac and Gungeon just have a ton of shit, so you can play it for a mm. billion hours, and I kind of wanted something I could dip my toe into. Uh, and this game was really cool, uh, because, well, the first thing that drew me to it was that it was, it's from uh, Terry Cavanaugh, the guy who did VVV. Yes, a very different type of game from that Absolutely, game. I never would have made that connection. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but um, and it also has a really cool art style. Um, they have a couple artists that just did all the uh, all the art for it. Um, but the whole setup is uh, these are contestants that are going on a game show, and they get their souls taken, and they get turned into dice. Okay, and, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they have to uh, go through the dungeon and make it to the end to get a chance to spin the wheel. And um, there's uh, you spin the wheel and you get. Um, you get your wish uh, granted or whatever. But um, every time you spin the wheel, it always lands on the one spot that is uh, you lose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but 
Uh, each of the player characters, there's six. I think there's an unlockable seventh. I have. But there's they're one. all like uh, RPG classes, like warrior, wizard. Yeah, uh, it's very rogue, that sort of thing. Very D and D kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, you're an explorer conquering a dungeon, but the twist is every character has their own set of mechanics. But um, you roll dice in order to. It's a turn based. Uh, turn based. Uh, a, RPG. Not, not really. Well, you do level up. Combat. But, yeah. I don't know. Turn based combat. Um, you roll you roll dice and then you slot the dice into an attack to use it. Um, and as you um, progress through the dungeon, you'll level up and you'll get more dice. But essentially, it's all RNG because you're rolling a, a d6 as you know a normal die. Huh. And there's um, stuff that you can do to mitigate, like, oh, well, I have an ability that allows me to add one to this dice roll so that I have a three. Oh, so you roll it first, and then you're like, oh, I'll put that into yeah, attack. Yeah, you, essentially, you automatically get the roll. It'll show up on the bottom. You'll okay. get all your dice, and then you'll at the, on the top of the screen, you have all of the attacks you can use. And as you go, yes. you'll get more. Um, you know, as you get farther in your run, you'll get, you can upgrade them and all kinds of stuff. But, yeah, essentially, it is all RNG, but... Um, you don't necessarily always want the highest rolls. Uh, the second character you can play, the thief, uh, he is uh, better for low rolls. You get a lot of dice, and you want uh, you have uh, attacks that you can reuse. Hmm. So you can do uh, three damage like ten times instead of doing ten damage in one roll. Yeah, uh, it's it's a cool bite-sized game. It takes maybe I don't know fifteen minutes to finish a run, mm-hmm. and yeah. you actually do are able to win like yes. very easily. Hmm. Which is not something that roguelikes really do. No. <laughs> I only beat Enter the Gungeon once and it was through a glitch that they removed. <laughs> so. the, uh, the kind of gimmick on this is um, there's like six characters that all have completely different movesets and get harder as, you know, playing a different character will be a harder run because they have completely new mechanics. Or he's very basic. He's just, just like, yeah. oh, I rolled a six, a six. I can use the six to attack somebody with the six to do six damage. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then the thief can do other stuff. He can steal. Um, the enemy's moves, uh, which is cool. Um, the robot can use uh, uses a dice generator where um, if you it has a certain number of slots and you click I want a dice and then it'll give you six slots. But if you go over the top of your limit, um, it completely removes all your attacks. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a lottery. The art style is cute too. I was just looking at it. Mm-hmm. it looks nice. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, the there's a lot of uh, the the way that the challenge comes in because I said it was super easy to beat. Um, there's the player characters that get harder, but there's also six challenges for every character where they toss on all sorts of wacky modifiers. Huh. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot in there, but it's a much more pared down experience, which is why I've been able to get into it. Very unique game, which is weird to say about like a dice rolling dungeon crawler. That doesn't sound yeah. unique. It sounds like something that's been done a hundred million times before. Yeah. It looks like someone trying to put D&D into a a, game, a simple, really simple game format. Yeah, it was, and the Yahtzee connection was what kind of brought me into it because <laughs> you know getting a roll and seeing what you can do with it is right. the fun yeah, of that's, Yahtzee. Uh, that's very interesting. So that was you know half of what brought me in the door. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's a cool game. It's didn't didn't get a lot of talk, but I really enjoyed it. Um, so go ahead. Go ahead. I, yeah, I, you yeah, know, I said I, probably talk for twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> so I could go on about a bunch of different games that I played. I'm gonna try and. Uh, talk about stuff that I know the rest of the table doesn't really give a shit about so that I can like talk about like oh here's specifically why I like this thing um, but I just want to say honorable mentions to Sekiro and Disco Elysium both yeah. fantastic games <laughs> that I have not put enough time into to say oh this yeah. is my favorite thing 
I'm going to finish them. It probably won't be before the end of the year. <laughs> I love them both um, a lot. Disco is what I'm on right now. Uh, I'm about, I'd say, about halfway through. I uh, put about 11 hours in so far. It's really fun. It's probably going to fuck this list up uh, <laughs> when, I, when I finish it. But I'm not yeah. done yet. It's an amazing game. Uh, it's the only game I've ever played where you can have a heart attack within minute one of gameplay, mm. and that is very intentional. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Because you pick all your stats, and if your body is bad but your mind is good, and that means that simple things like <laughs> running too much or jumping when you have a bad hangover or like all this stuff can kill you if you fuck it up. That's funny. Uh, in a completely way, a different way than Dicey Dungeons, it is also a game about rolling dice. Right. Very, very, very different <laughs> than that. Huh. But... um. The other one, of course, Sekiro. It's the next thing from yeah, everybody, uh, from Souls team. Everybody knows what the fuck it is. Made a big splash uh, it's spring good. this year. It's uh, from that team, but it does not feel like another one. I'm not just like, oh, time to roll, fat roll my way into another Dark you Souls game. You can jump now. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. you can jump now. Um, you know, yeah. all that stuff. It's 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 quite good. Lots of other people have talked about why it's quite good. Yeah. I will get to it. I haven't done, quite done it's it yet. Number four on my list. So yes. it's up there. I beat it about 15 times. When mm-hmm. yeah, I remember when you were just like, yeah, I beat it again. Uh, it's the only time, the only Souls, Souls-like like game that I actually went all the way through New Game Plus 7 on. Mm. Because That's crazy. Man. It's goes by so quick once you know what you're doing. And I don't know what I'm doing yet. So, yes. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the three I wanted to talk about, because uh, we're, we're at 40, I'm going to try and keep this under an hour. Um... Uh, Devil May Cry 5, this was a pipe dream for me for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they are not going to make another one, and if they do, not. it's going to suck ass. Of course yeah. it will. Why would it <laughs> Because not? 4, Devil May Cry 4, when that came out, uh, that game is very good in a lot of ways. It has the best combat system up to that point of any Devil May Cry game release. So much fun with, but they ran out of money halfway through, so the re- levels are repeated. You play uh. through the same levels, and there's only there's not a ton of them. If, if they have more levels, that could be forgiven. But like, it's the same levels and bosses with two characters, Nero and Dante, who are very, very different. It's a you know, it's the same as other Devil May Cry games, Bayonetta, God of War, whatever you want to say, character action where you're knocking an enemy up into the air and juggling them and trying to look cool and do cool things. Yeah. Like it's very not just about winning system. the fight. Yeah. It is about you're getting graded on this, man. Yeah, you're getting graded on it and you can't the just girls are watching, dude. Time. You gotta be cool. <laughs> You gotta do it smoking. Stop mashing. <laughs> stop mashing X. You're scaring away the hoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do something cooler. Exactly. Um, so Devil May Cry Four had this great, crazy, elaborate, amazing combat system, and you don't get a whole lot of time to use it. And of course, it was like around when the 360 launched, so it had a lot of other mm-hmm. problems as well. And it just didn't gel with people who were ready for I don't know Gears of War One or whatever. Like yeah. that. That was what was going on at the time. It had a bad time. It was a bad time for Capcom. And so yeah. uh, they they eventually did a much maligned reboot of the series that also didn't do super great. And so a lot DMC. of people like me just <laughs> figured, yeah, they're just not going to do another one. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. Two, two strikes and you kind of back yeah, off. Yeah, that's... I mean, if you count Devil May Cry 2, you have you have three strikes. Is two bad? Two is really yeah. bad. Four, oh, is, okay. four is a good game. Four is fun to play. It just has some problems. Oh, okay. Whereas... Yeah, two is two is not. They're like <laughs> half and half on good DMC games, depending uh, on who you ask. Half yeah. the series is good. Yeah. <laughs> but the but the ones that are good are really, yeah. really good. If, mm-hmm. if if the game was all shit games except for Devil May Cry 3, you'd still be like, Devil May Cry is a good series. Um, <laughs> but like Devil May Cry 5 comes out, introduces a new playable character, V. The game looks gorgeous. It's running on the same engine that RE2 all Make is running on. All the girls fall in love with V. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, all the girls see the cool shit you're doing and they fall in love with you. It, no, it's, no, in real life. 
Oh, all right. Yes, of course. I, I think that this, Much uh, this was interesting, like, as a part of, like, Capcom's big comeback, I think, yeah. this year and last year. All they need to do is release a good fighting game. They're yeah. Like, they just nailed it. That's yeah. the only thing they're missing. I think starting with... Good Monster Hunter, good Resident Evil, uh, yeah. good new Devil May Cry. Yeah. That is an incredible, like, triple play, like, there. It's a hat trick. You, you nailed it. Yeah. Uh, all, all three of those they games... They have this great engine, and yeah. I really put it to good use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looks gorgeous. Uh, combos are great. Has the best weapons in the series, and that is saying something, because when we did our video game guns episode, I gushed nonstop about how good Lucifer was. The crazy suitcase that turns into a bunch of different mm -hmm. guns. Yeah. Really cry for. <laughs> that sounds so cool. Now you got um, a motorcycle. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the story has weight and emotions. It makes me care about he Yeehaw Funny Pizza Man from, <laughs> from Devil May Cry series. Yeah. They, they really make you care about his familial relationships in a way that's interesting, whilst not ever... Like, when a cutscene happens in Devil May Cry, you get excited, which is weird, because the exciting part should be the gameplay, where you just triple combo a guy by swinging a motorcycle at him, right. and then the cutscene happens and you're still amped up. It's weird you, mm. that you yeah. don't... There's... There are lulls, like times for you to breathe, but the cutscenes are still exciting, and even though the gameplay is also very exciting. Anyway, that game is also extremely good. If you like, if you're gonna like it, you probably already know that you're yes. gonna like it. Uh, but Devil May Cry Three is available in a lot of places. The special edition is. It's available on Steam, I think now. Yeah. Uh, it's available on Switch now. That's insane. If you ever wanted to, if you think you would like a Devil May Cry game, that one's really good. It's considered by some to be the best. Yeah. The first one is st also still very mm -hmm. good. But you, it's possible to not like one and still like things. Yes. But one is amazing. One's really Definitely. good. It's just got a little bit of Resident Evil in it. Yes. Um, as far as recommendations go for this... Um, if you liked uh, Sekiro earlier this year, this is definitely more character action, but a similar vein of mm -hmm. um, you're all out attacking and you're doing cool stuff. Or if you liked the old God of War games, but mm -hmm. you yeah. want to play something Or better. even the new God of War game. Is that one really, like, it's, not, it's a little slower? It's, it's not, not as, really. like, yeah. if, you, if you were a little disappointed by the new God of War's combat, try out a yeah. Devil May Cry game. <laughs> there we go. Um, then I want to bring up, uh, I'm, I'm building up to number one, because that's, Devil May Cry 5 is number three on the list. Mm. Number two is Samurai Showdown. Samurai Showdown, and I'm going to come out with the negatives first, it has the ugliest menu I have ever <laughs> seen in any game, oh, and the character select looks awful, which I sort of understand, because SNK is not in a place where they have a lot of money, and <laughs> maybe they, the thing that they need, and KOF 14, King of Fighters 14, which came out a little while ago, looks like shit still. But, um, it's amazing how much that can be something that you need to mention. Yes. You know? Like, oh, all right, listen, <laughs> the UI, it sucks. Yeah, the UI <laughs> it is looks amazing. bad. When you boot up this game and you look at the main menu, you're like, this game looks like it's going to be bad. But yeah. it's very good. In, like, in what way is it bad? Is it just like... Is it's it, does it look like confusing. it was an interface uh, designed it's, in 2005? No, it's, it's not like over-designed or under-designed. They have three games. <laughs> just, they don't... They don't work the way they should. Ah, okay. Like, they don't work the way, like, the way they look like they'd work. And the character select screen is especially bad because the circles of the characters that you can select are just kind of haphazardly thrown around the screen. Mm. It's and like then, in Marvel 2 when you move left. No, that one's very everything. good. Well, it's very <laughs> octagonal, so when you move left, it goes diagonal down. That's insane. It's like, uh, what's happening? But, um, it's hard to get the, to War the, Machine. The I want to play sin, War Machine. The worst thing is that the DLC characters are listed on a separate page. <laughs> <laughs> That's, what? Yes, they didn't just add more circles to it. So, what's yeah. good about this game? What's good about this game is the only thing that really matters when you're talking about a one-on-one -on -one person, one person-on-one -on person fighting game experience, the that is the gameplay. Oh. Uh, the gameplay <laughs> right. is so solid. There is a game that I would compare it to if you're not familiar with Samurai Showdown, which has been a franchise for years. Uh, you may have ever played Bushido Blade, another one of my favorite games, mm -hmm. where 
uh, that game was meant to be more realistic, and I'm putting that in quotes, where when you hit someone with a sword, most of the time they die. Mm. So you don't want to get hit with the sword, and you want to hit the other person with your sword. And once is usually enough. Yes. In Samurai Showdown, there are health bars instead. You can't just, you're not usually just instant killing someone. But the chunks that fall off of somebody's health bar, yeah, you need if like you hit them combos. at the right time. Yeah, not even. Yeah. Like, I, I like a lot of fighting games that have huge long combos. I, I like Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I like Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I love Skullgirls. All this stuff. Those games have long combos that can be kind of like a barrier to entry to a lot of people. They're like, I don't want to remember that. Even if it's very easy to do, it doesn't look like that to someone watching it. Yeah, that's, Samurai that's one Showdown, of my problems trying to get into fighting games. Samurai Showdown, you, the big button swings your sword. And if you swing your sword when the other person is in the right position, you win. That does sanitize me. It reminds me of how much I love Bushido Blade. Yes. Yeah. It's so fun. There still are special moves. There still are, you know, teleports and fireballs and all this kind of shit. But the real thing about Samurai Showdown is you don't want to get hit by the other person's big sword. That's mm-hmm. uh, true. And there was a great moment uh, that I saw when somebody found out, oh, hey, this, there's this thing you can do if you set it up in just the right way. It's unblockable. It's, you have to charge up this hammer attack that hits the ground. And when the people, person gets up from it, they're dazed, and which leaves them open for this other big attack that, combined with the damage from the previous one, deletes their whole health bar. Uh-huh. And someone's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do in that situation? And the other person responded, don't get got, motherfucker. See you next Evo. Like, that's it. That's it. That's it. Go, go home. Hit me first, bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The game is good, it's fun, it's the most uh, competitive fun I've had with a 2D fighting game lately. I really like Smash Ultimate, but um, this one, just uh, Samurai Showdown, uh, the 2019 version, just gels with me in a way. I like the big fat guy who has a Kasarigama that he throws around. Uh, Because that's the only guy who plays, I think he's the only character I know from the game. (laughs) You don't re- remember the guy with the dog or or the uh, nope. the ninja? Nope. That, right. There's a lot of there's a lot of. Unless cool the guy with the game. dog is really fat and has a ball and chain. No. And uh, <laughs> and there are a lot of cool characters in this game, all sort of themed around the samurai uh, world and everything. And then, like because a lot of them are mundane, like oh, this is guy is just a samurai with a cool outfit. When the guy who has a fire sword shows up, you're like, holy shit, there's a guy with a fire sword. Yeah, can, this is allowed. Yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a that? French lady knight yeah. with a rapier. And like that's cool. Like it's yeah, it's more subdued than other fighting games in that way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is weird to say because there's still crazy explosions and fireballs and all that shit. Yeah. Um, well, and uh, weapon fighting games are cool. Yes, they yeah. are. A lot of them are. A lot of uh, the popular fighting games are mm-hmm. like uh, martial arts games. Yes. You usually, are punching people with mm-hmm. your fist. And I prefer this to Soul Calibur as much as yeah. I do enjoy Soul yeah. Calibur. Like, there's something about how focused more Samurai unique, Showdown so. is. That just makes me feel Soul very Calibur special. Soul Calibur has a character creator, though. Yes. Uh, Soul Calibur's character creator is very, very special. <laughs> that was very dear to me. Was, was that last year, the new Soul yes. Calibur? Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. It came out in, um, in uh, 2018. Yeah. Uh, continued well into this year. The community's doing well. Uh, Geralt from The Witcher is in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two, so is 2B now. But um, <laughs> The guy from Netflix? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, Samurai Showdown is good. Uh, if you're really, really cocky, you can put your sword down and attempt to fight the other person with just your fist. That is not advised in a game where you want to kill the other person with your sword. Every game should be able to do that. (laughs) Uh, You can also explode and spend all your meter at once, which gives you the option to basically instant kill someone, but it's extremely risky, and they can just instantly kill you if you fuck it up. But that's the kind of thing. It's extremely high risk, extremely high reward, and it just 
feels satisfying to cut someone in half because they sneezed and we're and we're not looking mm-hmm. at the controller for one millisecond while you throw your blade chain at them and cut their head off. Yeah, it feels more consequential. Yes, it's it's special. Um, the final one is something that I've been looking forward to for a long time. I mentioned in the the previous one that I really like Skullgirls. Now, part of the reason I really like Skullgirls is because it is a traditional 2D hand animated game where every single thing in the game has frames that were drawn out on like in like the sense that it is a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like every character, every projectile, every background has frames of animation like it was a cartoon. Yes. And I admire that. I think that is so special. Yeah. If you're not Cuphead, you're not doing that. Yes. <laughs> if you're not Cuphead, you have no reason to be doing yeah. that. Don't you have a job? <laughs> Skullgirls did come out before Cuphead. Yes. Right. right. So. Um, and uh, Skullgirls, of course, on top of that, was a very good fighting game with very good fighting game mechanics mm-hmm. and a lot of characters that I liked. And I liked the art style on top of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, the studio behind Skullgirls kickstarted or Indiegogo'd or crowdfunded they a new game that I, I backed back when it was announced in like 2015 or something. Jesus. Um, and they're like, we're making an RPG. But it's not going to be a regular turn-based RPG. The battle system is going to be different, and I've heard that a million times, mm-hmm. and almost always am disappointed by what comes out. The RPG other end of that. with a twist. Whoa. But the main thing that I think makes this different is that it was designed by people who like fighting games. So, yes. like the the battles in an RPG should be fun, like the way fighting games are fun. Mm-hmm. So, a battle in Indivisible uh, is comprised of when the enemy is attacking. You block, and if you block at the perfect time, it's a parry where you don't take any damage. Yeah. And you don't just have to sit there and take it. Right. You don't just have to sit there and take it. Yeah. But it's not even just like a you select block from the menu and right. you can defend for that turn. If you block, there's not you don't lose anything. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you perfect block, you don't lose anything. You don't lose and, your turn. Yes. And you build meter. And you can you spend meter to have your whole party uh, block at the same time. Because each member of your four person party is controlled by a button. So triangle is the top person in your party, circles the person in the back of the party, squares the person in the front, and X is the person on the bottom, if you're playing on PlayStation anyway. So um, you can have them all attack at different times to build up a combo on the enemy where it will start to do more damage the longer the combo goes on. Mm-hmm. And that'll build up meter so you can use your supers. And this is without even getting into the stuff that the enemies can do. Like the enemies can attack high and low, and you can attack high and low. Certain enemies will block everything you throw at them unless you hit them with a high first and then a low to break their guard because they're oh, trying wow. to block high so and very hit them much, low. Very much so you're like doing mind games, games yeah. on these uh, NPCs, or right. you know, enemies. <laughs> Right, that's it's cool. the thing that's fun about enemies. You yeah. have to hit them with mix-ups to get the damage through. Yeah, when you were playing, it looked really cool. And um, really there's characters with command grabs, and there's characters that do more damage at the, if they're in the air when they attack, mm-hmm. and all this extra stuff. And on top of that, the art and story and characters are really fun and cool, too. There's yeah. a huge party list in this game, which means that a lot of them are inconsequential to the plot, because like you can't write like you know every, all 23 characters or whatever into the main plot of the game. But like... Even just Razmi, who is uh, a witch that you find in the woods, who's wearing the pelt of her beloved dead tiger familiar as, like, a coat. Nice. And uh, carrying the, his soul around in a lantern. Ooh, so the, right, so yeah. the fiery soul of the tiger comes out to attack the enemies. That's Very cool. Um, and, like, that's just one character. That's, like, the first character you meet. And all of these characters that Ajna, the main character, meets are stored in her head as incarnations so like they get sucked into her brain and you can go into your inner realm 
and talk to these characters and they're like, so I'm just here now? Is that what happens? I'm going to live here? She does it by accident to the guy that kills her father in minute oh. one of the game. And she's like, I don't want you here. And he's like, look, if you tell me how I to leave, I will. Yeah. So Nobody he's just a, is happy with this. So he's just a party member. It is cool. I like. I, I think that's there's a lot of appeal in like uh, picking like your, what, four party mm-hmm. members? Your four like favorite fighting game guys and just taking them on an adventure. Oh, yeah. that's that's really cool. so so fun. Um, and uh, all the character designs are really good. If you're a common rider guy, there is a an explicitly common rider guy called Naga <laughs> Rider in this game uh, who has very fun uh, attacks. There's just all kinds of shit. There's a gunslinger. There's a pirate. Uh, the, the pirate is very sexy. It's important. Uh, <laughs> no, pirates so have fun. to be sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Otherwise. it's just it's just a fun game in every way, and it's like the when it's not when you're not in these awesome RPG paddles, you're exploring a world that is explored through mainly like Metroidvania style, where it's uh, I guess it's closer to a platformer because there's like wall jumps and like platforming puzzles yeah. and challenges like that, where it's not. Uh, but you are getting new abilities as Ajna discovers her own powers, and a lot of this is themed around uh, Hindu mythology which is another thing that I don't see a ton in video games. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, Norse or Greek for the five millionth time. Or Japanese, which is also nice, because I, yeah. I fought a Matarasu in I don't know how many games. Yeah. It's also but, got um, that neat uh, Metroidvania-style map, I, yeah, I yeah, tentatively say. Mm-hmm. Like, it's vertical, but also side-scroller-y. Mm-hmm. Kind of move around. And neat. it's just really, really special. And it's cheap, too. It's like 30 bucks. If you want... If you, any of this sounds cool... I want you to give it a try because this game is gorgeous. What, uh, what platform is this on? It's on everything, I think, uh, except for Switch. They're still working on that one. Wow, okay. but, um, it seems like a Neo good Geo. Switch game. Mm. Yeah, it's, it is going to come out on Switch. What? Is it on my Neo Geo? Oh, uh, no, it's not on Oh, uh, yeah, it is. They, 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 you need, like, six du- triple double <laughs> A batteries. you got to tape them together. Yeah, yeah. It's, like yeah. That it's that on Neo Geo Arcade Machine, but not on the <laughs> console version. But, um... Yes, this game is really, really special to me. Indivisible is definitely my game of the year so far. If I finish anything else before, then maybe it'll be a Disco Elysium or something. But uh, yeah. Indivisible was really special to me. I'm happy we got to talk about this because we got to go over a bunch of different games. Do we, um, just real quick, uh, one game you're excited for next year, if anybody oh, has yeah. one? Um, I don't know if Animal you guys Crossing. Give a shit. Yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh, close, close. <laughs> Animal Crossing. Uh, shit, what, I mean, RE3 make we already mentioned. Yeah. What's coming out next year? Um, I mean, I'm I'm excited. Uh, Doom Eternal's coming out. Um, you know, oh, Animal yeah. Crossing, Doom Eternal like did get pushed that back. I'm um, going to buy a $1,000 headset to play Half-Life. Supposedly they so just announced a new collaboration that. between Platinum Games and Square Enix that's allegedly coming yeah. out next year. But yeah. I bet you that's some other VR to... thing that's like twin. Is it Twin Peaks VR? Twin Peaks VR is happening. That's not made really? up. Yeah. Cool. I'm in. You're, you're, I'll have the thousand uh, dollar magic. They headset. heard you say, "I might buy a VR headset." <laughs> like, we got one. <laughs> oh, of course, Alex is excited for Half Life. Alex. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh man. I don't know if you said that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna buy the thousand dollar headset to play it. That'll be great. Yeah. This year's been really good for video games. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff we missed, and and there's a lot of stuff we liked and didn't even bring up. Like we barely talked about uh, Baba as you uh, was this. Apex this year. Yeah, Apex it was. was this year. That was good, but we talked about that already. Yeah, we yeah. had the whole special. Uh, where we talked about that. Nobody talked about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield. But Pokemon's always like solid, but it's never like yeah. super. It's super squarely good. in the middle of my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard from people who are freaks <laughs> like me that the new Fire Emblem was very good. I haven't got to it, <laughs> um, I, but I've heard it's like the best one of this type yeah. that mm-hmm. they've ever released. Sarah um, was super to. into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get my hands on it eventually, but it's uh, it's it's on the list. 
Yeah. And of course, uh, the director of Katamari Damacy is releasing a new game that I, I haven't played yet. If it's anything um, like Nobby, Nobby Boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mario Maker 2 just put out a big update. Oh, I didn't even yeah. mention that. That yeah. was such a fun experience for me this year. Links and Mario Maker. I had out. so much fun. Halo came out again. Yeah. Halo that. Reach on PC. Insane. The Crash new Team Modern Racing Warfare is a disaster. That's pretty out. fun. Uh, and I gotta give them credit because that one is basically just like a straight port with better graphics and slightly more racetracks. Yeah, I didn't even play that. I, I didn't play that. put it on my list for that reason because I'm like, hey, it's it's really good, but it's good because it's just the old thing it's again. It's the same like, game. It's... Yeah. All right. But, yeah. Yeah. Great. We, great we year. Great year. Looking um, forward to new stuff. Video games. Uh, we will see you it with just, I'm sure I, some I, weird episode yeah, next week. Just in oh. case this is our last episode of the year that uh-huh. releases. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Everybody. Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, happy New Year. year for happy Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy yeah. Hanukkah. Finally Kwanzaa. lost some dead weight. I know. Uh, you know what we're talking <laughs> really about. Really grateful <laughs> to all you guys out there listening. Sorry, big-headed guy. Who was hey, used tell to us why you think we're wrong and what your Game of the Year list if is. If you tweet at me, I will yell at you with an uninformed opinion <laughs> and Nick can't type out faster than me. So I'll, I'll be there first. That's a promise. <laughs> all right. Uh, Have a good uh, rest of 2019. Yeah, uh, rest of 2020. Drink an eggnog. Yeah, yeah, yeah drink an eggnog. Bye. Bye. Bye.